Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being. Welcome everyone, wherever you are in the world and whenever you are listening, we are greatly honored by your presence. We've been doing this every week for about 14 years and uh, we'd love to know from you how we can do it better for you. So, so let us know. We look forward to that. We're going to be talking today just for a few minutes about having a freedom that is like, that is a one in a million freedom, a freedom that even people who would say they've experienced great freedom never get to this level. But I believe you can absolutely do it and you can do it from wherever you are now. Uh, Each week on this program, we want to give you a little something to encourage you, a little something to chew on and think about, to challenge you, and a little something to apply that will make your week maybe a little better, and every once in a while, maybe your life a little better. So I hope we're accomplishing some of that in in your life. Um, When you hear that word, freedom... What comes to mind? Uh, is it a, a flag? <laughs> Probably not these days. Is it um, uh, a moment in your life? Is it like taking a super deep breath, just sort of a, uh, almost like a nesty plunge uh, breath that, oh, oh, it feels so good. Everything's okay now. Is it, Uh, having the biggest problem you're worried about resolved so that it's not a problem anymore. Oh, now I can let down and and feel a freedom. Um, Probably a lot of different things for different people, Uh, but as I have uh, counseled people over the last 30 plus years, I have yet to have anyone say, no, I would prefer to be in captivity. I would prefer to be in bondage, with with one exception. Uh, there is a thing sometimes when a person is in prison for so long, they, they develop sort of an institutional mindset. And sometimes they'll commit a crime to be put back in jail because they, they don't feel like they can cope on the outside world. 
But even that, to me, and that's only happened a few times, but even those, if I ask the person, but do you want freedom, they'll say yes. But to me, being in prison is more free. I feel more anxiety and stress and and kind of uh, captive in a way out here. Everything's just too big and too stressful and whatever. So even in those very few kind of rare exceptions, those people really still want freedom. So that's my first question, is do you have that in your life? Do you have a profound sense of freedom? And, and not, only, not only freedom from because you're not in jail or a prison camp or something like that, but an internal freedom. The, what we're really talking about is internal, not external. Now, if you are in prison or in a prison camp or in a life or death war type situation, um, you may have to get out of that situation a little bit before some of this applies because you are supposed to be in fight or flight stress in those types of life or death situations, okay? So that, that applies some, but for the most part what I'm talking about is those of us who are living life, do, are you free internally? And are you free internally in different areas of your life, in your marriage or significant other? Is there freedom you feel in that relationship? Or do you feel unfairly judged and criticized and like you can't really do what you want to do? You have to do what someone else wants you to do. In your work, do you feel freed? In your, in your uh, health, do you feel free from illness, disease, etc.? Okay? And, and what I'd like to share with you is this experience of freedom primarily happens internally, not externally. And uh, in an ancient manuscript, it talks about having a life that is beyond what you can even imagine. That that life is available. But it only comes when you experience internally the love that is beyond knowledge. And there's a mystery there. What does that mean, love that is beyond knowledge? Okay, well, I think there's kind of an intellectual, I love you. And then there is a desperate, from the bottom of my heart, uh, with, with moisture in my eyes maybe even, I love you. And there can be a big difference in those things. I believe there's a real love and a counterfeit love. And what most people call love is really the counterfeit. And that is sort of where the rubber meets the road. But everyone I've ever met wants freedom for their life, for their health, for their success, for their relationships. Everybody wants that. But yet when I ask people over and over, who come to talk to me, whether it's in person or virtually, okay, do you feel free in this area? The typical answer is no, I don't. And, and that's a big part of the problem. 
Now, if, if they explain their circumstances to 10 people, probably 10 people out of 10 people might say, oh man, sounds like you've got it made. Sounds like you've got a great life. Um, boy, I would love to trade places with you. But yet that person in their mind, in their heart, behind the scenes, does not feel that way at all. They feel like they are captive. They do not have freedom. And that's one of the reasons they're talking to me. Like almost all of the great truths, freedom is paradoxical. Okay? We are born with a hardwired seek pleasure and avoid pain. And, and, and under that seek pleasure and avoid pain, in order to get the results that we want in life, and let's say that freedom was one of those results, we typically have a three-step plan. Decide what we want, develop a plan to get what we want, revise it as needed, and then work hard and never give up until we get that end result that we want. Okay? And as you're listening to that, you may think, yeah, that, that makes sense. And it does make sense if you were five years old. That's how we're supposed to work if we're five years old. If you're 15 years old, if you're 30 years old, if you're 50 years old, that's not supposed to be how you work. In fact, if that is the way you're working, you're living like a five-year-old when you need to be living like an adult. The greatest freedom is only experienced when you willingly sacrifice your freedom of control for a certain end result. Let me say that one more time. The greatest freedom is only experienced when you willingly sacrifice your freedom of control for a certain end result. Why? Well, uh, Dr. Dan Gilbert at Harvard, original research done on the campus at Harvard, wrote a best-selling book about it. The end result of his research, as he encapsulized it, direct quote, expectations are a happiness killer. And, what, and that three-step plan, seek pleasure and avoid pain, and in order to do that in this situation, decide what I want, develop a plan to get it, change the plan as needed, work it until I get it, and never give up. Okay? That is an expectation, at least in the language of Dr. Gilbert and the research he did on the campus at Harvard. And what they found is that the instant you have that goal, that end result goal, it spikes your stress. If you're already in stress, and about 8 or 9 out of 10 people are, then it shoots your stress through the roof. And it does that for as long as you have that goal. Now, why would our brain and nervous system work that way? Because we're not intended to live that way once we get to 10 or 12 years old. 
were intended to give up control of the end result to God, to love. Okay? When we give it up, the stress goes away, and now we're still walking toward the same desired outcome, but we're doing it without the stress. So now we're smarter, we've got more energy, we're more creative, we have longer staying power, we're having positive thoughts and emotions instead of negative ones, our immune system is working at peak performance instead of being turned off, and on and on and on. And the only difference was giving up the end result, giving up control of the end result. In both cases, I'm working toward the same desired outcome. But in one situation, it's, it's with my control. In the second situation, I've given up control to God to love. I'm still working as hard as I can. In fact, nine times out of ten, I'll work harder because I'm not stressed doing it and longer even though it won't seem like it. It'll seem easier. Okay. So, to experience the greatest freedom, to experience a freedom beyond what we can imagine, even, it is a faith-belief issue which is born out of love and leads to results that only love can produce. Control based in fear cannot get to this high level of results. Only love can. Um, Most of you who've read any of my stuff know that you have a mechanism in your brain that's constantly scanning for a love-based signal from your memories, a fear-based signal from your memories, or a neutral signal from your memories. If it's positive, love-based, or neutral, there's no problem. If it's fear-based, you're into fight-or-flight stress. Okay? Um, Recently, there's been some books that talked about kind of the positive of stress, the upside of stress, okay? And they've got some good research on that. But every book, every lecture, everything I've seen about that, what they're saying is two things. Number one, stress gives you a boost of energy to get stuff done that you would not have gotten done before. Now, that's true, but what they don't say is that after a bit of time, you go into adrenaline, overdose, or cortisol crash, and you have way less energy. That boost is only for a very short period of time. So if that task is not completed really quickly, you're going to have less energy, not more long term. And then the second benefit they they show in some of this recent research is that in conditions that are stressful for most people, some people don't get stressed. Well, that's not an advantage of stress. That's saying... People don't get stressed in that situation, okay? So I've not found any legitimate point in any of that. And the truth, which is what everyone's been saying for about 50 years now, is that if the 
fear signal is picked up by the hypothalamus in your brain, it immediately, automatically, and there's nothing you, do, you can do to stop it, pushes a button that causes all kinds of moving parts to start going, and including suppressing or turning off your immune system, sending you negative thoughts, feelings, actions and behaviors, stuff. If it picks up the positive, it doesn't release cortisol and adrenaline. It releases oxytocin, endorphins, and peptides, which give you a boost of energy that is not temporary. It can be sustained for years. It, it causes the hypothalamus to send you positive thoughts, positive emotions that you can't stop if you tried. It's not you're trying to think positive now. You can't not think positive, okay? And all of this can happen based on one thing. Whether you give up control for freedom, the, the, whether you give up your freedom to control based on the end result, or whether you hang on tightly with both fists to your freedom to exercise your own willpower for end results that you want and think you will not be okay without. If you give it up to God to love, the oxytocin, endorphins, all that stuff starts happening. If you don't and have the end result expectation, your stress is spiked and all of the negative domino effect from that starts and there's nothing you can do about it. So what this comes down to is kind of a faith belief thing which is born out of love and leads to results that nothing else can achieve. You can never get there from the fear place. Most people, I would say probably oh, conservatively, 7 out of 10, probably more, will never give the freedom up to be master of their own end results. They'll never give it up because they're afraid that what the end results are without their control may not be what they, in quotation marks, want or feel like they need in order to be okay in their life. Ladies and gentlemen, they are wrong. In fact, the only way to get what they really want, and even beyond that, beyond what they can imagine, is to voluntarily sacrifice that freedom for end results related to seek pleasure and avoid pain, to give it up to God, to give it up to love. That's, that's the only way to achieve that. You have to give up an obvious freedom, meaning something external in your circumstances that you can see, for a freedom you never knew existed for a lot of people and it only came into existence when you gave up control of the end results, when you gave up that freedom. And it is a freedom. 
you have every right to say, no way I'm giving up my control over end results. No way I'm giving up my control over pleasure and pain. Too risky. I've, I've had that pain before. Not willing to go through that again. And, and hear me, you are risking going through pain again if you give up the end result. But very often that beyond what you can imagine, that, that greatest possible internal freedom only comes through pain, not without pain. Which path is the path with no pain? Giving up control or keeping control? Neither one. Both of them have pain. There is no path without pain. Uh, when I was in elementary school, and, and I've heard this a number of times since, I remember hearing in history class that the best possible form of government is a dictatorship. And, you know, of course, when that's all you hear... And, and, you know, it's just all surface-level stuff, you know, all of us reacted against that. What? Are you crazy? That's, uh, why, you shouldn't be up here teaching. I mean, look at Hitler. Look at Mussolini. Look at, you know, our history is riddled with dictators who did horrible, terrible things. Yeah, that, that's, that's all very true. But the best possible government is a dictator if it is a perfect dictator, if the dictator is all-powerful and the dictator cannot do anything that is not love-based for the people even above him or herself. I don't know that we've ever seen a dictator like that in the world. It goes against human nature. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, all of that sort of thing. But let me tell you, you can do it in your own personal life internally by having a right relationship with God and giving up control of the end results in your life, giving control of the seek pleasure and avoid pain mechanism to God, to love. And, and when you have that, I believe you can experience the love that is beyond knowledge in right relationship with God internally in your heart. And that directly leads to the freedom and life that is beyond imagination. And um, I will say, I have experienced some of that in my life. Uh, where I am today, I would not have... If I had dreamed and imagined a hundred different best-case scenarios back when I was a kid, flunking school, being made fun of because I was short and fat and had a pepperoni face and all that sort of thing, I never would have imagined the life I have now with, with, with God and love and hope and my boys and many of you and... Um, being able to do something that I absolutely love every single day, travel around meeting wonderful, beautiful people, never would have imagined it. But it would never have happened in my life if I had not given up control. 
Most of you know my story when I was about 27 and a half. Hope kicked me out of the house, said, I need you to leave the house. I cannot stand to live with you another day. And she was absolutely right. And that was part over the next six, six weeks of the greatest spiritual transformation of my life. And I've never been the same since. But it came down to a decision. I became convinced that I had not really loved Hope, even though I told her that every day. Really, what I called love was a business deal. I'll do this if you'll do that. I won't do this if you don't do that. If you do this, then I'm going to do that. If you don't stop doing that, then I'm not going to stop doing this. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not love. That's a business deal. Love is all in, nothing held back, no safety net, forever, no matter what. And so for me, at 27 and a half, it came down to a decision well, I really love hope now or not. And at this time, she hated me. She wanted a divorce. And so with this forever love thing, I was committing to love her forever. Well, she might be married to somebody else in six months and, 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 and five years later have someone else's kids. And I'm making this lifelong commitment to love her no matter what? I mean, boy, you talk about end results that don't look very pleasing. <laughs> that, that was that decision. I got down on my knees. I prayed to God. I said, I'll never do it right. But as best I can for the rest of my life, no matter what, I'm going to really love hope. And ladies and gentlemen, that's when everything shifted and, and, and kept shifting and kept changing. And it's not been perfect. There's been pains along the way. But it, my life has gone up and up and up and up and up. And today, I feel more freedom. I feel complete freedom. I feel more freedom than I could ever have imagined and yet I've given up control of the end results of my life to God and to love. But to me, that is the perfect dictator. And God can do what I can not only not do because I don't have that power, but beyond what I can even imagine. So, the hidden freedom. Are you free? Really? Heart, mind, soul, spirit, body, relationships. Are you free? Probably not if it depends on what you can make happen with your willpower. Freedom is internal. Way more than external. Think about it this week, and I invite you to join hands with Johanna and I and people from all over the world who are giving up willingly our control over the end results to experience that hidden freedom that's beyond anything I could ever achieve.